0: Really enjoyed this next episode. If you want to learn about uh, hormone replacement or hor- hormone sustainment therapy, this is definitely the episode for you. I was uh, lucky enough to be joined by the guys from Affinity Whole Health, located here in Beachwood, Ohio, northeast Ohio. And um, these guys specialize in anti-aging therapies, uh, simply put. And whether you're 30 years old or 50 or 70, it doesn't really matter. Everyone... Um, Has different backgrounds and different lifestyles, and and many of us are not living to the most optimal lifestyle possible. Just because we have hormone uh, imbalances, and uh, you know, there's different testosterone levels and and estrogen levels, and those kind of things. I was lucky enough to sit down uh, with Dr. Kara, who is their uh, one of their uh, doctors there on site, on staff, and we talked about all this. We talked about um, what they offer, the services that they offer, the types of clients they bring in, the types of results that their clients are seeing. Some is, are seeing results within weeks and um, how they are bettering your lifestyle and making you live a more fulfilling, rewarding, a more quality life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the 45 minute long conversation with Dr. Kara. Yeah, man, we'll uh, we'll get into it. So thanks guys for coming. And uh, I got the crew here today, man. The boys, the boys from uh, the boys from around the corner, man. We've got Vince's happy birthday, so <laughs> little birthday gift. I get to spend spend tonight uh, your birthday with you, so that's cool. And uh, I got the guys got Dr. Kara K A R A. That's yep. And uh, tell us, man, tell us the company that you're with. Well, Affinity Whole Health. Um,
1: it's been, I believe, what since been a while now. I've been with them two years. Um, like the title says, it's whole health. It's uh, A lot of times people think that all we do is hormone replacement, or but we don't. We, we're a lifestyle company. I think that's a term we've actually used, we've been using recently. Um, so yeah, I've been with them two years. I'm sort of one of their, we're, there's two of us, two doctors there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we really work with a lot of people in terms of making them feel better it's not just about looking better. It's about feeling better. It's about, um, one thing I always tell patients, it's, you know, it, it, when it comes to, if you want to think specifically about hormone replacement, that there's two reasons. I always say there's two reasons to, to optimize your hormones. One is symptomatic relief, which is what most people come in with. And the other one is preventative. There's so much evidence right now that this is, if we're going to live longer, and we are living longer, mm. and if you want to live longer and feel good the whole way through you have to optimize your hormones it's one of the big five that I always talk about right. optimizing your hormones is really important
0: oh that's great how did you guys come across how did you guys <clears throat> link up with Jerry and these guys Dr Brian
1: actually um uh well I can't reveal too much I guess but mm. Brian knew me from a you know a, a friend of his another doctor um and it was funny I was just talking to him by chance um, and he mentioned some of the, He mentioned something about hormone replacement. And I said, now, do you guys check this and do you check that? Do you check this and do you check that? And he goes, as a matter of fact, we, we sort of do maybe not all of that, but how do you know all of that? And I said, well, it's sort of, I've been doing this for 12 years. I uh, sort of know. By then it was 10 years. I said, I've been doing this for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. So he didn't say anything. And then the next time around, which was about we happened to meet again about three weeks later, I think it was, he goes, hey, do you want a job? <laughs> really? Just like that, huh? Just like that. He goes, yeah, we could we could use some extra help. Um, you know, we're growing, and this is what we do, and why don't you come by? Is Brian so, one of the other
0: partners? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yep, yep. Brian and Jerry, yep. So, so Brian and Jerry are, are and you guys have had the company since 2012, so you're going on six years, mm-hmm. and about four years into this thing, you guys are growing, and you're basically saying, hey, we need another medical expert to come join this Join, I, you know. Correct Pretty me if much. I'm wrong. We Pretty need somebody much. else to help continue the, the growth. And so, what is your what is your role there uh, at the company? Well,
1: um, primarily as the the one of the physicians that clears patients, um, and that's really because. We're not a, we don't shoot from the hip, so to speak. Um, so patients, when they come in, they get evaluated by a physician. I think that's one of the bigger differences between us and some of the other facilities out there. Mm-hmm. Um, they get evaluated by a physician. What evaluation means, they come in, they get the blood work done, they get seen by me, and then their regimen gets pushed put together by somebody either like myself or Dr. Custodio, who is the other physician on board. One of us sees the patients and we put together a regimen based on, The whole thing based on what's your lifestyle now, what are your labs, what are your complaints, trying to put together something that again not only just makes them feel better but is going to work with them moving forward through the future.
0: So it's called affinity and affinity is is, is, to put it in layman's terms for people that don't know what exactly what we're talking and we'll get into it but (coughs) in layman's terms who exactly is affinity?
1: Boy, that's a good question. There's a lot that goes into making affinity.
0: Yeah, like um, if you had to say to somebody, you have a 30 second elevator speech, what exactly yeah. do you guys offer? What do you do? We do,
1: I think in terms of even less than a 30 second, it's, it's a lifestyle. So we, we, ad, we adopt lifestyles for people, um, whether it be dietary changes, whether it be exercise changes, whether it be, we recommend this is what you should be doing. And a large part of that is of course hormone replacement. So it's, it's a big piece of what we do. Um, but then we, we have, I think, what makes us different than a part of, it goes to show how we really emphasize lifestyles. We have our, our what we, we call them, patient advocates. Mm-hmm. And these are people that actually deal with the, with the clients before, but also after. So once I decide what the program is, or Dr. Custodio, or one of our other practitioners decide what the best program is, one of the patient advocates, like we have Vince right here with us today, um, takes over from that point on and really helps these people go through these steps, whether it be ordering their medications, whether it be the vitamins they should be on, whether it be answering questions. So ah, okay. it's, it's not just a – in that way, I think we're very different from some of the other clinics out there. It's mm-hmm. not just come in see the doctor, get a written prescription, move on. Right. That's not what we do at Affinity. We The, the name, actually, if you really look at it, is Affinity Whole Health. That's mm-hmm. the name of the company. And and that's why we have from the beginning till the end we
0: we do a lot of hand holding we really do. Sure. So when you say hormone replacement, though, mm-hmm. I mean hormone replacement. How do you replace hormones? What are the, some of the procedures that you guys use?
1: Well, before we go down that road, let's correct the because we use hormone replacement just because it's out there. We actually call it hormone optimizing. Um, we don't want to replace somebody's hormones. Um, if you're if you're We'll use the example of a man, for example, a uh, a gentleman comes in and he's he's still making testosterone, just low. Mm -hmm. We don't want to replace that, and actually a part of our regimen includes use of HCG to make sure we preserve current function. We don't want to knock out what they're already making. So I usually use the term either hormone optimizing or hormone supplementation, which is another term that's being used. And, what
0: and, that I, and you guys realize this is the called the optimal life. So, yeah. It you know, is. I've heard the word optimize it a few is. times. It right? really I is. Like the, I like the theme here. This is, it anyways, is. go ahead. It's optimizing, and that's what it really
1: is. It's, yeah. it's a whole picture, and it's trying to get to not only deal with whatever symptoms the client has at the time, but making sure that they're future-proof, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. And so we take we try to get them to a point where we take their levels to what's called a physiologic level, more towards where somebody wasn't there, maybe 30, 35 even. And in some guys, it may be this amount, in some guys, it may be that amount, but it's, we follow one of the cardinal rules. There's five rules I follow when, when replacing hormones. One of them is, or two of them, if I were to say, one is less is better, mm-hmm. and the other one is start low, go slow. And by doing that, you, you make sure that the patient continues or the client continues to
0: make their own hormone levels.
1: We're just supplementing it. Instead sure. of replacing it.
0: So when you supplement, though, like what what are some of the th- people don't know? Like they say, well, how do you supplement a hormone? So what are some of the first off? When you say you take their levels, I assume it's like a full blood. It is blood work type thing. Exactly. And then you come back, you analyze it, and then when you say supplement, like what are some of those procedures? What do you use? It's actually it, it's almost exactly how it
1: sounds. Rule number one in the five rules of of Optum. So I'll I'll go over the, the really quick the five sure. rules. One is bioidentical, human identical, meaning It's identical to the testosterone, using testosterone as an example, or estrogen or progesterone, doesn't really matter. We only use what's called human identical. I mean, It's identical to the patient's own hormones. And what that boils down to is the body can't tell the difference between the hormones they take and the hormones they make. Mm -hmm. Rule number two is less is better. Rule number three is start low, go slow. Rule number four is Um, don't take it orally, and rule number five is don't take it alone. Don't take it alone is where the whole supplementation part comes into play. We use something called HCG to make sure that function is preserved and we're supplementing. So how does supplementing work? We do blood work down the line, reevaluate where their levels are, and make sure that we're at a certain level. So we take what's theirs, we put exogenous human identical on top of it, recheck it down the line, and make sure that now we have a level that is more consistent with a, a youthful nature, a youthful sure. health.
0: So is it like a, because uh, you said don't take it orally is rule four. Yeah. So, because I was going to say, is it in <clears throat> pill form? Obviously not. No. So is it is it an injection?
1: It's an injection for the most part. You do okay. want to get it through the skin. There are the, the creams, gels, and patches out there, but from a symptomatic standpoint, in terms of making somebody feel better, they don't work as well. Mm-hmm. Um, from a future standpoint, in terms of all of the evidence that show it's preventative and works very well, in the long term the the creams gels and patches do work fairly well but from a symptomatic relief today tomorrow and six months from now they just don't so our
0: default is injectable so you guys focus on anti-aging right i mean that's pretty much like if i if i understand this correctly that's what affinity health uh, whole health <laughs> really focuses on is the anti-aging process you've got people that are in their 30s even 40s 50s <clears throat> and beyond that are you know, losing their their stamina, mm-hmm. their their testosterone levels are low, mm-hmm. their energy levels are low. They don't want to have sex with their spouse anymore. Right. They can't function in everyday life like they used to. Right? Like, there's all these different things that are going on. Um, so, do you guys have a like a, a certain clientele that you're that you're targeting, um, both men and women, or is it? hey, it could be any of those things I just mentioned, or maybe it's only one of those things, or maybe it's, right? Can you talk about, like, who are some of the clientele and some of those, elaborate on some of those things that I just mentioned, if you would. That's actually a good question. Um, We don't, I don't know that we
1: necessarily target people in terms of these are the kind of people we want and these are the kind of people we're going to treat.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You're, the second part of your, yeah, you're right. It's more if you have these problems um, and your hormones are low, that's where, that 's where you really have to differentiate if somebody comes in with symptoms, but we do blood work and all of their hormone levels are normal they 're not they 're not necessarily going to be put on hormone supplementation or optimization. Mm-hmm. We may go through a lifestyle change, we may do some other stuff, but they certainly wouldn't be a candidate for hormones. so there are there is two parts to the equation: who you are in life, what your age is, whether you 're male female, whether you 're an executive or not that doesn 't really fall into play as much mm-hmm. um as does what are your symptoms it's it's more clinical than that
0: okay so uh, so for example uh, who's the type of person right now that someone's sitting there listening to this going up oh, i'm kind of sluggish i'm 45 years old i really haven't thought much about it i mean what what's the why should somebody pick up the phone and at least inquire and say hey mm-hmm. man maybe these guys can help i mean what what is it about you guys? Or what is it that's going on with somebody that, that what are the symptoms that somebody's going through that mm. maybe makes them wanna reach out to you guys?
1: Well, I'll start with the common three that we see a lot and it is, is, has been proven beyond a shadow of a doubt almost related to low testosterone, for example. Um, libido is a big one that people come complain about and know. Um, energy, that's a huge, it's probably the number one complaint is I'm just tired throughout the day for no good reason. That's how I feel sometimes. And
0: that's, that's you guys saw what I have to go through up there.
1: <laughs> it's 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 rampant. It is. And a part of it is we're not built for the 21st century. I always tell that to my patients. We're what, just do you not... mean, what do you mean by that? That is a whole other podcast
0: no, that's in and okay. of itself. We'll tease, we'll tease that podcast right now. We'll tease that one. But like it, simply put, what do you mean by that? Because of all the technologies or
1: all the... Well, I think... Not to get too technical about it, but we are still genetically, we're still the same human beings we were probably 150 years ago. Mm-hmm. Technology has taken us to a point where for example, we're not supposed to be eating three solids. We're not built that way, right? We're not supposed to be working twelve hour days or eight-hour days right, with right, five right. or six hours sleep. We're not built for the kind of stress that this that this century puts That's on interesting. us. Interesting. Yeah. We're really not. And mm-hmm. so what ends up happening is is our systems that are meant to help us cope with life, we overuse them, whether it be testosterone, whether it be adrenals, whether it be serotonin in the brain. We're just overusing these things to a point where there isn't a week goes by, and I'm sure right. Vince and Jerry will agree with me, that we don't see a 30, 32, 35-year-old with low levels of, of testosterone or a woman at 32, 33, 34 who is not menstruating anymore. Her estrogen is not really? Oh, absolutely. Wow. All, wow. We see it regularly. Mm-hmm. And it's because we're now, we're actually calling it early menopause and early andropause. We're seeing this more and more and more. Right. And these people that are coming in, they're not coming in because, yeah, my mom or, you know, it's not as obvious, hey, I'm not having a period anymore. It's, I don't feel right. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. I don't, you're right. Like you said earlier, I don't feel like having sex. I can't focus, brain fog, sleep, men. It's well known that men, when your testosterone drops, you may be able to fall asleep, but you're going to wake up three or four hours later and have a difficult time falling back asleep. That's oh, one that's of the- worst. the worst. That's, it, it is. It's, it's the w- worst feeling. It's
0: horrible, yeah. it yeah. is.
1: And, we, and it's one of the things that is known to occur when testosterone drops. Loss of lean muscle mass. That's something that occurs normally when we're younger. You, you, you take a circumference at the chest, mm-hmm. you, you measure a person's chest, and you measure a person's belly, the chest is bigger than the belly. Well, there's something actually we're now referring to that's called the testosterone dysmorphism, and what happens is, is because you you lose lean muscle mass upper body, and you start to put on that storage fat down below, mm. the reverse. The chest becomes smaller than the belly. Right. That's a classic low T issue. Right. And so we see a lot of that. So much of that anymore these days. And and people tell each other and they read and they, they look at things and say, well, maybe I do have a low testosterone, or maybe mm-hmm. my hormones, I mean, women, maybe my hormones are off, or maybe it's either that or I'm going crazy. You know, especially right. you
0: know women you a lot. You start wondering too. Well, yeah. you know, with lifestyle too, man. It, it depends. About I mean, I'm just speaking from personal experience. Man, I, there's days I can't even function, you know? Yeah. I'm working full time. Uh, I've got kids at home. Uh, you know, we're running around crazy during the week. I'm doing yeah. this podcast or I want to get to the gym. Man, I, there's days I feel like, like you said, you're talking about probably overusing, mm-hmm. depleting all those resources. Mm-hmm. That, to me, is, like, that, that's a that's a weekly occurrence for me, at least a day, you know, every week where I'm just, like, completely wiped out, man, and I'm just like, oh, Jesus Christ, you know, and then you got to get your sleep and make sure that it's a good optimal sleep. The good luck there, right? Right, and yeah. the good luck there because yeah. your mind's going crazy, mm-hmm. and then you got to wake up and start all over again, yeah. you know? So the guys that are, like, you know, in their 30s, 40s, 50s that have, you know, young families and kids, I assume that that's a huge por- portion of your of your clientele. The majority. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, and everyone's got a customized plan, right? I mean, no two plans are the same. No two people are out the same situation. Correct. Blood levels and everything. Yes, that's true. So uh, talk us through it, man. Like somebody comes in, they're 45 years old, <laughs> and they have those issues, you know, uh, low energy, and mm-hmm. they just can't function to the same level anymore. Walk us through what you guys do as a
1: part of the process. So they would come through initially, and we try to save them time by letting them come through and, and get some blood work done. Whereas under normal circumstances, you see the physician, you get blood work done, you see the physician again. We have them come in and get blood work done. And we work with them in one of a number of ways to make sure that that happens mm-hmm. um, in a way that's both cost effective to them and allows for you know more rapidly getting in to see the physician. So they get the blood work done, they come in and see the physician. By then the blood work is back. So the physician sits down like myself, for example. I would sit down with the patient. first. Like any other clinical encounter, any other doctor visit, Mm -hmm. you take a history. You get the symptoms. Um, Symptoms without labs, no go. Labs without symptoms, no go. So you have to have both. Sit down, you get your symptoms. um, And then I sit down with the patient and I show them the labs. And say, here are your labs. Here's what's going on. We get a complete blood count. We get a, a chemistry panel, thyroid. All of the things to make sure that it's not something else. It's not just a matter of hey, you're tired and you have a low testosterone, good, you're good to go, it doesn't right. work. You know, we wanna make sure are you anemic because that can interfere. Hypothyroidism, clinically almost impossible to tell the difference between a sluggish thyroid to a low T. And if those are there, you wanna make sure that you're dealing mm-hmm. with those. You're not just jumping all over right. testosterone and moving on. So after the clinical evaluation, I put a regimen together, a prescription together. And then the next, the next part of the picture is they go back to the patient advocate and they put the order through. They get everything there, and then we, we teach them what to do, how to do things. It's not one, we're not one of those clinics where we insist you come in on a weekly basis. Come in and get your shot. Come in and get. We don't we don't do that.
0: How often do guys get shots typically?
1: The classic is the gold standard is once a week. We're we're finding ourselves pushing more and more people, more and more people wanting to go to twice a week. Mm-hmm. Um, we're noticing lesser occurrence of acne, lesser occurrence of elevated estrogen levels, which is one of the reasons people get side effects or they let their estrogen climb. Mm-hmm. So many that's one. Rule number five, if you remember, don't take it alone. If you take it without, a, without an, an enzyme blocker, your estrogen will uh, climb. Right. 90% of the time, estrogen just climbs. Mm-hmm. A lot of the side effects that people are describing out there are not related to testosterone in any way. They're related more to things like you let your estrogen climb. Well, no wonder, you know. No wonder you're what gaining do you expect? Weight. right. Yeah, no right. wonder you're having mood swings, gaining weight, water retention, worsening erectile dysfunction, gynecomastia. These are all not testosterone issues. Right. These are all estrogen issues because guess what? You took estrogen alone. Yeah. yeah, and you let your estrogen, you know. So we we do it a little differently in terms of making sure stuff like that, but we also do things a little differently in that you do it yourself. We'll yeah. teach you what you need to do. You inject you do your injection once or twice a week depending. You can do it by yourself yourself.
0: Wow, interesting. Yeah. So the the ejection part I understand. <laughs> what are the, some of the other things that you guys are offering within that uh, portfolio of treatment for the for that client?
1: Well, we have, we'll have. we start with our core, which is the testosterone, the human identical I mentioned. The HCG to preserve function so that they continue to make whatever testosterone. We don't want to knock out whatever production they're having. Um, eight, we use something called anastrozole, arimidex. It's mm-hmm. popularly known as an AI, an aromatase inhibitor. It blocks the enzyme that converts testosterone to estrogen. That's our core. Everybody gets the core. Okay. Then we have our, our, which is probably one of our most popular products, honestly, out there, and it, it, even amongst all of us, is what we call our mic injection. It's methionine and azotolcholine. It's got the essential amino acids. It's got branch chain amino acids, and it's got methylcobalamin, um, which is a methylated form of B12, which anybody can, u- can use, whether you have a, the genetic abnormality that is currently popularly known as MTHFR, people can't use B12s that are not methylated. There's a whole section of people out there that if they take the regular B12 that's sold over the counter and being used in a lot of physicians' offices, they cannot use it, they, they, they have to methylate it first. Our B12 that is in the mix shot is already methylated for them, so anybody can will be able to assimilate it and use it. And then, like I said, it's got the methionine, the MYC, it's got the chain amino acids, the essential amino acids. That's very popular as an injectable. Uh-huh. We have another product called Somoralin. It naturally raises uh, growth hormone levels. So anybody who I evaluate and say, yeah, your growth hormone isn't quite where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. If they're making growth hormone, I don't use growth hormone for the same reason. We don't want to knock out their current production of growth hormone. We use something called Somoralin. And that what that does is it just, just tells the body to make more in a very natural way. Um, and then we've got some vitamins, some DHEA, some other stuff. We've got a few things we use that if, you're, if, if I notice that the patient or the client has a serious loss of muscle, we use some other products. Um, but I would have to say that the most popular are the core, the testosterone, the vitamin, the amino acid vitamin injections, and the sermoralin.
0: How long do these guys stay on a plan for,
1: typically? Um, Well, there's two words we use out there. One I don't like, which is lifetime. The other one is for the foreseeable future. Um, If you are not making hormones, you're not going to be making hormones. Mm -hmm. So there's not a matter of, I get a lot of people come in, well, can I recheck it in a year? Yeah, we're going to recheck it in six months anyway. But, you you know, going back to the we're not built for the 21st century,
0: when your hormones drop, that's That's it. That's it. Like they're not going to be reproducing and coming back. That's basically nope. the point that you're making. Nope. Yeah. So those are the te- those people that that are not producing, um, or are very low producers. They're going to be with you guys if they want to feel, you know, if they want to feel like their best selves or a better version of themselves. They're going to be with you guys for practically their whole life. Correct. Or yep. else they're going to go right back to where they were prior to when they came and it'd probably be even worse because i assume with age listen vince just got a year older today so so listen <laughs> you know he's <laughs> but with each year right i mean it's only getting harder and harder it's only getting harder on the body it talk is. about the aging process man i mean that's to me that's the most terrifying thing that that we all go through as human beings is another year you know yeah. another year like Talk to us a little bit about that, if you would, like what, what the aging process is all about and, and your outlook on it. Well, the
1: the aging process is actually, there, there's a lot, the theories about aging change constantly, but as anything else in life, there's multiple factors that go into it. One is how many years old are you? I mean, that's the obvious and given. Um, two is inflammation. We, because again, going back to, we're not built for the 21st century, we're, we're highly inflamed bodies, for lack of a better word. I'm just gonna use that word. That we, There's so much inflammation going on in our systems that it's no wonder we, we're degenerating at a faster rate. It's no wonder diabetes is occurring earlier. It's no wonder andropause, or, or male menopause, for lack of a better word, is earlier, menopause is earlier, right. joint diseases. You're seeing these younger people with bad backs and bad knees, and we're highly inflamed. Cardiovascular disease. The other thing is, is the flip side to make it worse. Not only are we getting sicker earlier, We're we're living longer, and we're not living longer because medicine has done a fantastic job of making us live longer. The reason we're living longer is we're not dying of the same diseases. So diabetes is still occurring, but the death rate from diabetes is down. Cardiovascular disease still happening, heart disease, but the death rate from heart disease is down. Cancer still happening, the death rate from cancer is down. Strokes still happening, nobody's dying of a stroke anymore. So what that means is we're still falling apart at 60, but now instead of passing away or dying at 70, in which case, hey, you have a bad 10 or 15 years, we're still falling apart at 60, but guess what, we're living till uh, 100, 110.
0: Right, right, right. right.
1: So now the, the, what I call the healthcare imperative is not a matter of what can we do to make ourselves live longer, it's what can we do to make ourselves stay healthy longer. Sure. If you don't want to have a miserable 10 years, if you, want to go, if you don't want to go from a miserable 10 years to a miserable 40 years, you have to do five things. And it's, in my opinion, it's pretty obvious. One is, what are you eating? You have to improve what you're eating. Two is stress reduction. We're not built for the 21st century, but you got to try. Three is exercise. Four is optimizing your hormones. It it is an essential part at pushing out that that falling apart age. Mm -hmm. And five is what I call disease mitigation. If you're a diabetic, bring those numbers down. If you have cholesterol, bring it down. If you have high blood pressure, bring it down. Whatever you need to do, you bring those numbers down. If you can do those five things successfully and do them well, you can push off that that aging process. You can push yeah. off that.
0: The that. point is, is that you'd rather live to seventy-five or 80, 75 good years, than you know sixty-five right. good years and then thirty shitty years. Exactly. I mean, that's simply put, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the point that you're making is. You know, we're here to help you live a much more um, enjoyable lifestyle. You know, where you wake up and you feel alive, you feel vibrant. You know, you're excited to interact with people. You just feel better, and that's basically your point.
1: It's it, yeah. It's not about adding years to life. Correct. It's about adding healthy, good years, fun right. years, quality over the quantity, quality you know, exactly yeah. over quantity.
0: So you know, the the one thing is that that there's so much stigma around this stuff, yeah. right? I mean, like when I when when Vince started, you know, talk to me about this you know one of the things that comes to mind because of this the stuff i think the media and these you know all these other sources have <clears throat> driven this this stigma is you know steroids at least that's one of the things that i thought of right you know and yeah. even i was guilty of thinking about it again just natural instinct so or natural reaction so talk to us about the stigmas associated with this type of treatment and why those stigmas might not necessarily be true
1: Well, you're right, it is. There are some stigmas out there and they're largely born of um, some of the more competitive people out there, um, not to put a fine... The the abuse that has occurred um, from use of some of these... I'll give you three examples. Example number one is testosterone. Testosterone has been abused and abused repeatedly um, over the years and unfortunately a lot of the studies that you see out there a lot of the articles that conventional medicine is using as evidence to say testosterone is bad were not clean studies they were allowing a lot of these people that were abusing testosterone to get into some of these studies and so of course they were skewing the numbers to making them very Uh, negative making them look very. they were doing that
0: intentionally knowing that they would
1: they were not they were doing it very unintentionally not cleaning A, a clean study has both what we call inclusion criteria and exclusion criteria now most studies have pretty darn good inclusion criteria, but they don't do very well at who should we not allow into the study oh, I see that's where it tends to fall apart mm-hmm. now. Some of the larger institutions do a good job of that, but not all of them has done very well and so you get these inclusion criteria are you fifty five are you tired? Do you have bad libido? good come on into the study oh you're you they don't ask or oh, you're already using testosterone or you you've abused steroids they don't get into that uh. so a lot of these studies are skewed negatively. They look bad because they're allowing some of these people. The other thing is, is some of these same people that are using testosterone out there in huge quantities. I mean, some of these guys out there are using quantities that are just bad for so many like, reasons. Like, what's,
0: a lar- like what's a, a, an unsafe type quantity when you say that volume?
1: We use 200 milligrams, for uh-huh, example. Uh-huh. Some of these guys are using 2,000 milligrams. Come on. I'm not kidding. I'm not. I, I wish I was. I really wish I was kidding. I, re- I think the average out there in the in, in the competitive arena is upwards of five six hundred, upwards. And, that, of, and
0: that's like guys that are fighting in, or you know com- competing in different competitions. Correct. And those kind yeah,
1: of things, and yeah. It, it it crosses the board in all uh-huh. number of different. And there's comp-
0: guys that are doing two thousand. Is that on a weekly basis? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's crazy. Yeah. I, I would assume that that's like. What what, what are some of the, the risks associated with using too high? Well, it, one is you can first
1: it puts a lot of it puts a lot of pressure on the liver. Two, you're just you're just taking levels to crazy levels where yeah. the body is going to start to resist it in a large manner. Three, and most importantly, which I think a lot of guys don't realize out there, when the body sees that there's too much testosterone, one of the metabolites is called dihydrotestosterone DHT. It's what causes prostate enlargement. It's what causes cardiovascular disease. It's what causes prostate cancer. It's what it's believed to have a, a factor in diabetes. All of these bad things you hear about testosterone are not related to testosterone. They're related to this metabolite of testosterone called DHT. When you overuse testosterone, the body panics. And what it does is the liver, which metabolizes testosterone, says, okay, for lack of a better I have to get this crap out of here as quickly as I potentially can. So it starts to metabolize testosterone at such a high rate that it allows the metabolite DHT, dihydrotestosterone, to accumulate. Well, very, very, very few people out there measure DHT. It's running around in people's blood systems rampantly, blindly. They don't know it's there. And guess what? DHT is 10 times more potent than testosterone. Uh, So by taking, not only are they taking 2,000 milligrams or 500 or 800 milligrams of testosterone, they're now also taking, now they're getting all of this, you know, 5, 6, 7, 800 um, uh, total DHT. Very toxic on the liver. Mm. Very toxic on the. Can't be good for your heart. It's it's bad right. for the heart. It's bad Can't for the liver. Good. It's bad for the brain.
0: It's bad for it's bad for everything. For everything, Too much of anything, you know, like that. Especially when you're abusing. That's why you guys have such a uh, you know a controlled atmosphere. Uh, you know, you guys are experts in, in this field. You've got medical professionals, mm-hmm. the people out there. Don't be taking this shit on your by yourself. I don't, mean, don't. you know, you might think that seven eight 800, 800 feels normal to you, but little do you know, you know, you're just taking light. You're taking years off your life potentially. Mm-hmm. Who knows what kind of damage you're doing to your, you know, your internal system? So that's why you know, you guys obviously have that going for you. So this back to the stigma thing, though, you mm-hmm. have this the stigma of. Uh, if you could continue on that, because I think we got a little sidetracked. On yeah. That.
1: Well, there, there's two other than the same. The bigger part of the stigma, I think, is these those same people that are overusing testosterone, also are out there buying on the street these what are called the anabolic steroids. When, when, when Congress enacted the 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 laws about doping, they weren't really talking about testosterone. Testosterone sort of was thrown in along with it. They mm-hmm. were talking more about some of the 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 super steroids out there. So the, the people who are using testosterone are also using these super steroids. Right. And so it got such a bad rap from that that bled over onto testosterone. Uh, so okay. it's like, oh, yeah, those are the steroids. They bundled it all they bundled together. They bundled it all together, Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: So, and then, and then that's, is that kind of where this whole, this whole stigma comes from? I mean, that's basically the sure. simple put, that's where it came from.
1: That and there was, in medicine we call, there are certain studies that, that get a lot, we call them sentinel studies, and they mm-hmm. get a lot of attention. And there was a study done probably 30 now, it's probably going on 25, 30 years, um, that showed, that, and this is the one that everybody hangs their hat on, that shows the link between testosterone and prostate cancer. Well, if you read the study, it was the most, one of the most ridiculous studies ever concocted by mankind. Uh-huh. I mean, I think it had all of five people in there. There were no exclusion criteria. But it is the study, it is the sentinel study that everybody seems to talk about. That's crazy. It's crazy. That, that it's, it's, crazy. it's pathetic. It's not just crazy. It really yeah. is. But it is what it is. You know, it is what it is. So when, one of the things that when people come in, and even when, when we educate other physicians, it's like, no, look at the studies carefully. Here are the good ones. Here are the bad ones right and that's the way you have to do it
0: talk to us a little bit about uh the different clientele that you have gotten i know you we talked in generalities give us some success stories that you guys have seen oh geez a lot 30. Give us some, give us some good ones. Give some us good some, ones, juicy ones. <laughs> you know? <laughs> actually, even Vince might be a little better than I am because
1: they, they, Vince and, and Glenn, there, there are two PAS. They're really the ones that see more of the results afterwards because they continue to talk That's to gotta these be people. Awesome. They do. That's gotta they, be really they, great. They're really lucky in that yeah. regard. Yeah. I hear it actually a lot of times when I see the patient back for a follow up down the line, or from honestly from them, they'll come and say, hey, so and so. You know, he came in. He was feeling horrible. He was close to a divorce. He was, you know, about to get fired from his job. And you know, we put him on this program, um, and his life has changed—literally changed. He has a lot more energy. His his libido has improved. His sleep has improved. He's performing better at work. He got a promotion. Um, a lot of times, the, the ones I like the best, are when I get somebody who walks in and says, "We had one just three days ago." Um, Came in, well, how'd you hear about us? What, what, what brings you in? Well, so-and-so, you know, a friend who's also a patient of yours, I just saw him. I hadn't seen him for six weeks. And I had to stop and stop him and say, what are you doing? Really? Well, yeah. It and was we, that noticeable? It was that weeks. noticeable. We see that, I can't tell you how many, we see it all the time. Wow. And they. That's it's amazing. not like people telling, hey, you need to go to this place because you're going to feel better. It's people stopping their friends and say, what are you doing? And this is both men and women. And a lot of times it's just, sometimes it's as obvious, hey, you lost a bunch of weight or, right. hey, you look much Puts better. Put some muscle back on. Put some muscle or, back on yeah. versus some people even notice the overall mentality change. Oh, it has to be. The yeah, emotional I mean, aspect. The emotional gotta aspect.
0: It's, it's, it's obvious. That's it got to be so huge. It is. It is. Yeah. And those are the ones I really like. Oh, that's great. That, that's fantastic. And it's men and women, like you said. Absolutely. You, what is, is there an age men and an age max? How does that work?
1: Um, you know, I have a, we, we have a 21-year-old um, who, for that one, genetically, I, I truly believe genetically, they just have a problem with making testosterone. Yeah. We have a, another low 20s that has a, it's a syndrome where they're resistant to testosterone. Have a bunch of 30-year-olds. I mean, I can't tell you. I have a bunch of yeah. 30, 32, 35-year-olds. I'd have to say probably the majority are in their, 50, their 40s. Um, then a little, then their fifties and a little bit in their
0: sixties. Is there a plate, uh, an age or a point in life where it's, it's not safe or recommended to come in or?
1: No, beyond 70, um, the, I mean, I try to do, um, um, evidence-based medicine as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of evidence to show that a 30-year-old could benefit, a 40-year-old could benefit, a 50-year-old could benefit, a 60-year-old. When you get to 70-plus, the evidence is not quite clear in terms of the long-term benefits. We're not talking short-term. Anybody could benefit in the short-term. I'm tired, libido, whatever, I can't sleep, lack of motivation. it, It doesn't matter what your age. If your testosterone is low and I put you on testosterone, Take it to a physiologic level. Remember, it doesn't matter whether they're 30, 40, 50, or 70. We're only going to take their testosterone up to a certain level. Right. They're going to benefit symptomatically. But I always coach my patients when I sit down with them. And if I get a 70-year-old or a 72 or a 73-year-old, I make it very clear to them. From a symptom standpoint, you're going to get better. Can I tell you that from a long-term standpoint, you're going to, you're going to benefit? I can't say that because the evidence isn't there yet.
0: Yeah. Where would you study at? all over where'd you go to medical school I mean where was your most your medical school done at?
1: grew up well I grew up here my parents went to Berkeley to do their master's and PhD then for a while we went to Europe um, then I'm originally from Libya so that's where wow. I did my uh, medical school it's a the um, uh, it's a, an affiliate of the Royal College of Surgeons London then I came back here did my residency at the clinic yeah Then I went into private practice, did conventional medicine for a while, but the slant has always been towards prevention. It's Mm -hmm. always throughout.
0: Looks like you guys found a good one here, Jerry. Yeah, this is is impressive. Um, So what's it like, so what's a a typical, uh, if there is a typical package or program is covered by insurance? How do people get involved in terms of it financially?
1: We don't, we're not contracted with insurance. So as such, we can't really bill insurance. Mm -hmm. and what that boils down to is the patients have usually one of, it typically falls into one of three choices. All three choices mean paying upfront. So they, they pay for the program themselves, and we work with them, You know, Vince especially, Vince and Glenn, they're the ones that work with these guys in terms of finding a plan that works with them financially. Once they've, they've enrolled in the program and do it, then we see one of two or three different things. The most obvious is the out of network, which is, okay, they have an HSA plan, uh, or something like that, where they then they then build their insurance for like instead of us billing the insurance, sure. they bill their insurance, and either get it, it. Used to be that they would be able to get a check cut to them for the eighty. It's like an 80-20 okay. out of network, mm-hmm. so they would get a check for the eighty uh-huh. percent. We don't see that much anymore. Typically, it's applied towards the deductible, and then another very popular. We get a lot of people who are, of course, self employed. Sure, it's a pure sure. tax deduction at that point. Uh, yeah. You yeah. know, according between them and their accountant and how it works and there You've are got there. a lot
0: of CEOs, a lot business of owners, people that are just grinding away that need that the
1: majority yeah. of that the is is that, majority is that right? now is yeah. people like that.
0: These aren't guys that See that's that's the other stigma too. Like when I think about this, I think about Hulk the Hulkamania who's <laughs> who needs to who's losing some steam at a lifetime. He's got to come in and, and, and you know. That's, no, that's 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 the other thing is that these are, this is not about physical uh, you no. know being Mr. Olympia. No. This is about your everyday life. This is an emotional, mental obviously physical, but they're all tied together. This is not about competition, right? No, not at all. Yeah. We, we tell
1: people, you know, we, we have a, we have a name that is popularly known as in the industry and we call them juicers for lack of a, we don't, we don't, you can spot the juicers very, very quickly. Um, and we don't, they actually don't like us mm-hmm. because we don't give large doses of testosterone. We don't, we take people to the upper range of normal, still within normal. They don't want that. Um, sure. They want to get into the 16, 17, 1800 levels. We don't do that. We recheck labs. We check labs at the beginning, then we recheck labs down the line. Mm-hmm. If they're too high, guess what? I'm backing you off. If they're right. too right. low, I'm increasing it. Right. That's the way we do things. So no, the majority of our, our clientele, the majority of our patients are those guys out there that are just not feeling well, not doing right, aren't performing as well, and want to optimize. We get lots of lawyers. Lots, we have a we have a fair amount of doctors that come to us, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. executives, CEOs, accountants. Th- that's the majority of people. Just young, you know, young Absolutely. to mid-age
0: professionals yep. uh, do it. You know, we talked obviously a lot about males, as it's been you know mostly a, a male-driven conversation. Mm-hmm. But again, that's the stigma. So talk to us again, because I know you've mentioned uh, several times. There's the female side of it too, yeah. the menopause side. Talk to us. I mean, this is not just for males only. Exactly. Correct. I mean, talk about yeah. what you guys offer for the ladies, and, and obviously. you how many you know, female clients are coming through there?
1: We're seeing more, especially now over the last year, year and a half as we've, I don't wanna say we've opened up, but um, we 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 started really targeting the market out there in terms of the whole health experience, the lifestyle experience. And so as a result of those marketing efforts, we are seeing more and more women come in. And it's largely, I mean, it's actually very similar. They come in with symptoms, the symptoms may be different. Um, you, we get a lot of the still, I'm tired. Um, Mm-hmm. Women, um, a, a lot of women that do come in have a have a, a I'm going to call it a mood issue, and it's popularly known it as mood swings. And what happens when estrogen and progesterone drop? They tend to go up and become very irritated, easily irritated, and then drop down suddenly within the next. You, you, the classic complaint: I'll be so angry one minute, and then an hour or two later, I just break out crying for no good reason. Really? I, absolutely. I hear that totally. In fact, there are a lot of women that come in and say, "Please tell me, I'm not crazy."
0: Really? I, literally, so those those exact what words, ages. What ages typically for that? From
1: 35 on upwards to 55, 60. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have, it, it, same as men. We get we we get a fair amount of are 34, 35, 36-year-olds and you check their levels and they're non-existent, they're just not there. So
0: what's causing the moodiness? Just the, for a woman, the estrogen's too low? Or is it something else? No, it's interesting. There are a lot of theories out there
1: in terms of what it is, but the most popular one is that estrogen, as it starts to go down, it doesn't doesn't go down as a line. It actually does this sort of yo-yo thing where it Ah. goes up and down and up and down. On its way down, it's doing a little ups, a few downs, so it's doing this, When estrogen goes up, because progesterone is now down, when estrogen goes up, they become, for lack of a better word, manic or irritable. And then when estrogen goes down, the opposite happens. They become depressed or apathetic. Uh, And so in the morning, if estrogen is up in relation to – it's all about the relationship between estrogen and progesterone in women. It's not an absolute like testosterone is. It's what's their estrogen and what's their testosterone. If there's a 250 to 500 degree point ratio between the two, Mm -hmm. they're okay. The moment progesterone drops and estrogen goes up, now the ratio is too high, they become overly activated, irritable.
0: Sure, sure. Hot flashes,
1: night sweats, um, all of these things that happen. Estrogen now drops and the ratio is too low, the opposite happens. They become cold, apathetic, lack of energy, um, so that's sort it's of finding
0: how that, and, and for you guys, you guys are finding that proper balance for the. We the put women, them, we speak. put them together, yeah. Uh-huh. So
1: yeah, that's why with women, it's a, it's not quite as straightforward. You have to evaluate symptoms, you have to evaluate the the lab levels, you have to choose an estrogen level that is appropriate and a progesterone level that is appropriate, and try to move forward that way.
0: And and, and for the for the women, um, what ends up happening? They go on this program and they're. Are they contacting you guys after just several weeks, several months, saying, "Hey, I feel like like less angst. I feel like yeah, mo- exactly. That- that's exactly it. Wow, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah,
1: in fact, in women, it can actually be a little more dramatic.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, the change
1: mm-hmm. can be a little more dramatic,
0: right? Because you're dealing with the emotional aspect much more so yes. than yes, than uh, oh, it's so Im- it's so impressive, man. It's so incredible. Can you talk about how many clients you guys have now? And you started obviously with zero, right? About six yeah. years ago. Where are you at now? I, to, I don't know. I think maybe one of the guys can answer that question. 100. How many? 2,500. 2,500. Yep. All in the Beachwood location? Correct. Wow. Yeah. Is that your only location currently, or do you have another one on the way? We have another one in Columbus. You have one in Columbus? Yes. Okay. Um,
1: I don't know what the—I don't think any of the guys from Columbus are here, but um, that one just started. We just opened up, what, September. during October, I think?
0: September, October.
1: September, okay. October. Okay.
0: Fantastic. Um,
1: and then, of course, the plan is to, to open up more. Is the, there, there's a huge need. If, if, oh, if yeah. anything
0: is underserved, this is definitely underserved. Yeah, this seems to me like a niche part of the market, too. Um, for I don't know for what reasons, but maybe one of them is because people feel, oh, it's the, it's the stigma or we don't want to get involved in it. This stuff is needed, man. I've, I know people that have used it. I know for a fact that, that there's no reason that you can't find a more optimal level of, of hormone, testosterone, mm-hmm. estrogen, whatever it may be. This isn't like, you know... Going in, you're Lyle Alzado shooting steroids in the bathroom. I (laughs) mean, this is not like that, you know, even though people... This is a a medical, professionally run type of treatment, type of therapy to help make you feel better. It's that simple. You go to your doctor to make you feel better. You go to the gym to make you feel better. You do all these things. This is no different. Right. This is not doing anything that's going to harm your body. This is to optimize yourself. I think it's awesome what you guys are doing. Um, Tell us how we can get a hold of you guys. Well, if people that are listening, they want to reach out to you guys on social media, your website, those kind of things.
1: Vince, you want to grab this one? Or Tom?
0: or Yeah, I can talk about it. So <clears throat> our website is affinitywholehealth.com. Um, like Dr. Cara said, we have locations in Columbus and Cleveland. So our Columbus location is columbus.affinitywholehealth.com. Come a little bit closer, too, just sure. to make sure. All right. Sorry. Uh, it, our Columbus location is columbus.affinitywholehealth.com, um, and you can, you can um, check out our website, get as much information as you want. We have uh, an option to opt in to get additional detail and get contacted by one of our patient advocates. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's generally the best best way to get a hold of us. Uh, additionally, we have a toll-free number. It's uh, 888-299-3702, and you can get a hold of us, or you can always email Vince at VinceF at vincef.affinitywholehealth.com. Vince F. at affinityHolehealth.com. AffinityHolehealth.com is the, um, is the, uh, the website. website URL. And we'll link all this stuff up, too, in the episode notes. So people, if you're listening, you can go check them out there. Um, I think it's great what you guys are doing. Um, you obviously have a professional organization med- from medical to marketing to management to you know patient advocates, um, I think it's fantastic what you guys are offering and hopefully we'll see more and more of these hopefully you guys will continue to expand and you'll have to come back and you know fill us in in the next maybe a year from now and let us know how things are going um, and we'll have to talk about that other stuff that you were mentioning how <laughs> the <laughs> human beings <laughs> are we're not built for the 21st <laughs> yeah, century there it is yeah I like that yeah. we're not built for the 21st century not, and you really are so right and that that could be a whole series of podcasts yeah um you guys may be uh, uh launching your own so if you do good luck and uh well, you know we'll see how that goes and um like i said thanks thanks for being here is there anything else that, that we didn't touch on that you guys wanted to mention before we before we finished it i oh, think i covered it yeah okay yeah okay fantastic check them out it's dr Kara. it's affinity dot com check these guys out if you have any questions you could find them on the website and reach them from there and appreciate you guys being here thank thanks. you for having us yeah, thank Th- thanks so much